0: Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Kovar. The title of today's podcast is "A Case for a Plant-Based Diet." Now, this is a subject that is particularly near and dear to my heart, and I've waited a long time to to talk about it because I know uh, for a lot of people this is uncomfortable and a bit controversial. But I think it's important. Hopefully, you'll listen with an open mind. So. I was that kid growing up that really never, it, it was, it's, I've been uh, plant based, actually a vegetarian, uh, since uh, 1989 and p- almost primarily plant based for the last several years. Um, however, I, it was easier for me than maybe for others because as a kid, I was the guy, I was the kid that, that never liked meat. I was the one that my folks would force to eat the chicken and and, and whatnot. Now, uh, to be uh, to be fair, I've had my share of Big Macs, right? I developed an acquired taste, certainly. But an interesting thing happened. I never even heard of you know what a vegetarian was until I was I probably in high school, and I had a teacher. One time we were at a fast food restaurant and I noticed the teacher, you know, wasn't, uh, you know, was grazing on, on, on some miscellaneous stuff that he'd brought in with him and he wasn't eating. And I, and his name was Ken Millia, a really great guy. And I go, you know, how come you're not eating? And he goes, Oh, I, I don't eat meat. I go, what? Yeah. He goes, I'm a vegetarian. And I, and I, and as soon as he told me about that, and this was back in the, in the mid seventies and, and, you know, I, I remember, and he gave me a bunch of reasons, you know, from, from health and, and, uh, and kind of environmental reasons and ethical reasons. And and, and and I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to do that someday. And and it, it kind of wasn't if, it was when, because that I didn't realize you could do that. I'm like, you could do that, right? And of course, the consensus, we're, we're thought to believe we have to have meat three times a day in order to be healthy. And of course, science has proven that time and time again that that's not the case. So then uh, in 1989... April of 1989, uh, uh, actually a couple months prior to that, I was at a, a Jun seminar. Jun was a, Grandmaster Jun Ree was a very famous martial artist, he was a training partner for Bruce Lee and one of my mentors, he passed a couple years ago, but just amazing man. And he introduced us, he had, had, had met Tony Robbins and he thought this guy was awesome, you ought to go. So I actually attended a, a Tony Robbins seminar in San Jose, California in April of 1989 and that was it for me, pow. It was like uh, there was a, a whole day session uh, that John Robbins, the son of Baskin Robbins, the, the you know, of, of Baskin Robbins fame. Um, did a presentation on you know all the benefits of a of a plant based diet and and that was it. I, I actually never have since that day had any type of flesh, including fish and chicken. And now, by the way, I want to say this is a personal de- decision, and I'm not gonna you know I don't pass judgment on what anybody else eats or how anybody else eats. But I would just you know I would ask that you just have an open mind because there's so many benefits, not just for yourself but for the world, if people were to at least mod to to minimize. Uh, uh, their intake of, 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 of animal products. And so what I want to do just to kind of start things off is I actually have, uh, I'm going to read off, uh, um, a a a quick little essay that was written by a gal named dana hunes who is a a phd and mph which is a master of public health and a registered dietitian she uh uh works for ucla so this this is about as legit as you can get and i want to read an essay she wrote uh and she was really directing this towards her her students at uh at UCLA. And, it, and here it goes. So eating a plant-based diet is not just good for our health, it's good for Earth's health. In fact, shifting away from animal-based foods could not only uh, add up to 49% of the global food supply without expanding croplands, but would also significantly reduce carbon emissions and waste byproducts that end up in our oceans and as seafood byproducts. By the way, this is all documented, and I'll give you some where you can track this down at the end. Uh, If each and every person in the United States gave up meat and dairy products on one or more days of the week, ideally all the days of the week, we would save the the environment from thousands of tons of carbon emissions. In fact, in one year animal husbandry creates as much carbon emissions as the entire transportation section. Now, I'm also, any of this stuff that you doubt, do your own research. It's, they're, they're, the evidence is is overwhelming. I mean, the, the facts are overwhelming. And pretty much any time uh, you look at a, a, you read a study that was not backed by the livestock industry or the dairy industry uh, uh, or the poultry industry, you'll find clear evidence that it's all consistent. So anyway, back to the story. Um these reductions would reduce the direct and indirect threats of Earth's health and habit, 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 oh, There we go. habitat. Habitability. Sorry about that, my friends, uh, for us, as well as for, uh, for all wildlife, flora, and fauna. Uh, as for nutritional concerns, pound for pound, gallon for gallon, animal-sourced foods use vastly more water and carbon to produce than plant-based foods. However, ounce for ounce, the amount of protein that you get from plant-based sources, such as legumes, seeds, grains, is closely on par, plus full of other healthful nutrients, including fiber, sterols, and vitamins and minerals that aren't found in, 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 in uh, animal products. So to put this into context, one pound of beef requires anywhere between 2,000 and 8,000 gallons of water to, to produce based on who you're, you're, you're researching this, where you're getting your research. According to studies conducted by UC Davis, much of this water is used in creating the feed for the cows, whether it is grass or grain. Similarly, a gallon of cow's milk requires 1950 gallons of water to produce. Conversely, one pound of tofu, uh, requires 302 gallons of water to produce, and it, and it requires 290 gallons of water to produce one pound of unprocessed oats. A massive difference, right? Now, for those of you worried about protein content, by the way, all you have to do, once again, this isn't, I don't have any degrees behind or, or let numerals or, or, or initials behind my name, right, that back this up, but I have been spending my whole life researching this, right, is that all you need to do to to get enough ample protein is eat real food, right? Of course, certainly you can be plant-based and have uh, Pepsi and, and, uh, and potato chips, but that's not what we're talking about. Real food, there's plenty of protein. You know, if you're an athlete and you're breathing hard, what do you do to get more oxygen? You breathe more. You breathe faster. Well, if you're an athlete and you want more protein, what do you do? Eat more quality food and in, in there, the, the, the protein is there. But anyway, let me just go for the amount. If you're worried about protein content, one pound of beef gives you 90 to 100 grams of protein and it costs 20 to 80 gallons of water per gram of protein. So you'd have to time that, you know, 20 to 80 times 90 to 100 to give you the, the right amount for that gallon. I mean, for that pound. So next, one gallon of milk uh, is 128 grams of protein. It costs 15 gallons of water per gram of protein. One pound of tofu, uh, 45 to 55 grams of protein. Uh, costs six gallons of water to produce uh, per, uh, per gram. A uh, one count, pound of oats, 75 grams of protein. Cost 3.8 gallons of water per gram of protein. So, once again, way, way less. From a water perspective, using simple mathematics, it is much more efficient and cost effective to eat plant foods than animal foods. From a greenhouse gas emissions perspective, it is without a doubt significantly better for the environment to eat plant based foods. If we all eliminated meat and milk from our diets and went to plant sources for these foods, we would be saving at least 50% of our water that we use. Uh, We would. Be saving untouched habitats, rainforest, marshes from being destroyed to produce more livestock feed. And we'd be creating less pollution in our waterways, streams, oceans that indirectly threaten human, animal, and plant lives. And so that was just, once again, I, uh, that that all came from uh, Dana Hoons, who's a, a PhD at UCLA. But beyond this, just I, I want, uh, I will go out to dinner. I travel a lot. And in the process, you know, at the end of a, if I'm doing a seminar somewhere, the host will take me out to dinner. And inevitably, uh, I never tell everybody, I, I don't lead with, hey, I don't eat meat. I, I don't even bring it up, uh, but I'll order. And inevitably, someone will look at my plate And they'll, they'll see that I'm not eating meat and they'll ask me, you know, are you vegetarian? And, and I, you know, and that usually opens up a conversation, right? And they'll say, uh you know, they'll say, Oh, why do you do that? And either the first question I ask them is, do you, are you just making conversation or do you really want to hear it? Because if you're making conversation, I don't even think we should talk about it right now. Cause you're, you know, because I don't want you to feel bad about what you're eating. No, no, I really want to know. And so we'll kind of go down the list of, of all the benefits. But what I find is interesting, by the way, a little side note, um, every, anytime this happens, somebody always tries to help me order like, like, okay, well you can order it. Like, like I, I know how to do this. Uh, I've actually been Eating this way a long time, and and <clears throat> I, I usually can figure out what to eat when I'm at a restaurant. But anyway, and and then often people will tell me, "Yeah, I I wanted to do that, uh, but but you know I just love the way meat teased, tastes." And this is the part where. I, I, I do not mean to offend anyone when I, when I share this with you. So please, uh, uh, just kind of listen with an open mind. So somehow we rate our taste buds higher than we do our other senses. Imagine for a second. So when someone says, yeah, I'd love to give up meat, but I just love the way it tastes, tastes. Somehow we're okay with that. Okay. That makes sense. But imagine if I said this, you know, I'd love to give up meat, but I just love to watch. Um, in you know, the blood ooze out of, of a dying pig. What would you think of me? <laughs> yeah, right? That's my, that's my visual, right? That, you know, uh, sensory. Uh, so what if I said, you know, I would love to eat meat, but I just love to hear a pig squeal right as it dies. What would you think? Well, that's, you know, that's another one of my senses, right? Or I, you know, I, I'd love to give up meat, but I really, f- I like to feel warm blood drip on my hand as the cow dies. What would you think of me? Right? But somehow, Somehow uh, our taste buds have a higher uh, you know we, we look at that differently so um, you know I understand the circle of life and 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 uh if you're a hunter if you say, well man you know I, I you know I go out and I hunt and I, I get well that that's great man that's fine that's that's uh, a, a way more acceptable right not necessary but I get it man you know I, the bottom line is 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 there is uh, you know, we, we, there is, you have to kind of clean out the, the the deer herd every now and then, right? However, most of us, that's not what we're doing. We're, we're, you know, we're going to the store and buying stuff that we have no idea how those animals were treated and what they were packed with. And if you look at it this way, this is this, I'm not just making this up. This is, this is fact that if you treated your dog the way that the the livestock industry treats their animals, you would literally be put in jail for animal abuse, but they've written the laws differently for that. And, and most of us just don't want to hear about this. And, and I I respect that, but I think it's for, you know, it's time that we kind of wake up a little bit. So here is, if you're still on here, if you haven't checked out, thank you for listening. And I've got a challenge for you. This is for all my meat eating friends. Um, I'm not telling you to give it up at all, but could you eat less meat less often and smaller portions? and see what happens and see that that what, and and the other thing, could you just lead with the other stuff normally, by the way, if you, once again, the more and more research shows that the, the paleo diet or, you know, the caveman diet, that really the, the, a lot of the research shows that it was primarily plant-based. That's what they did. Right. Uh, But uh, can you lead with primarily the salad and the sides and all those things and have a smaller portion? And maybe once or twice a week, just, just just decide not to eat meat at all and see how you feel. You'd be surprised. And by the way, as far as variety, there is plenty. There's just as much to choose from. You just have to know where to go. One of the things if people, I, I recommend people if they're trying to be plant based go to go to pinterest and look at the menus there there's unlimited amount of, men- of of things that you can eat and if you really you know you like like having a, a you know like a like a burger or a chicken nuggets you can make stuff that uh, out of uh, you know that that the tastes of course i don't know the difference because i haven't had meat for so long i wouldn't remember what it tasted like but my meeting friends will tell you no man this is really good so i would challenge you you know to to at least minimize it. And if you do, man, we all benefit from it. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I appreciate you listening and I, I wish you all the best and happy plant-based eating. Take care.